Hey guys, and welcome to Becoming Super Podcast. I wanted to pop in real quick and let you know that this episode ended up being a lot longer than we expected, so we will be splitting it into two parts. Uh, This week is part one, and we will release part two next week, Uh, but let's get into it. Hey everybody, and welcome back to Becoming Super Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Scott Kalsman. And I'm your other host, Angelica. And we're going to be talking about what to look for and questions to ask when searching for that right direct sales network marketing or MLM group. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As we all know, there are many, many options when it comes to network marketing companies that you can work with. And unfortunately, um, you know, they get a bad rep for a reason. There are some companies out there that don't do the right things uh, that have, you know, maybe questionable Uh, processes in place and business ethics questionable yeah exactly um so we're going to walk through some things that you need to ask and look for so that you can find the right company for you and also just a reminder that uh, the companies may not necessarily be bad it could be the individual who has uh, started their business and opened up business with them and Mm -hmm. they could be pricing bad business ethics so maybe it might not necessarily be the overall company mm-hmm. uh, the manufacturer it could just be the business partner uh, themselves so yeah. just keep that in mind too and that's why we're going to give you these uh, questions and what to look for you want to yeah. start them off yeah so i think one of the biggest things that you want to look for is a company that offers a mentorship and team program um, obviously most of us who dive into this industry don't have experience in it before. Most of us, our experience is being an employee, working at a nine to five job or eight to five, because I don't know anyone that does nine to five. Um, (laughs) Probably longer too. (laughs) um, But you want to look for something that offers that, that mentorship program where you have somebody who is walking you through how to create success with that business and also a team atmosphere where you can associate with other people who are building their business, building their dreams, um, you know, working towards some similar goals that you have. It's really important for you to stay on track, I think, to have that like-mindedness around you to help, you know, drive you and push you when you're kind of feeling down or, you know, to celebrate your successes with you as well. Because we all know in this business, you're owning your own business, you're owning your own company. So you're going to have the ups and downs and all around. So there's going to be days that you have doubt. Everybody goes through this, even the uh, couples and individuals that make it. Mm-hmm. They've, they've all been through that. And so it's important to have a team around you to keep pushing you and um, and guide you along this path. Um, because it's not it's simple, but it's not easy. And I know we yeah. said that in a uh, previous podcast. But the number one thing is, is to, to look out for a good business partner um, under that team of mentorship. Um, the person that invited you out or is talking to you about it, um, do they have your best intentions? And you might not necessarily know, and you have to go, you're going to have to jump on a little bit of faith here. Um, mm-hmm. But there are questions to ask to, that'll guide you a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you definitely want a biz partner who, who, who might not necessarily be um, seasoned, but they will fight in the trenches for you. Um, and be there yeah. for you and, um, and give you access to people who are more seasoned. Yeah, and I know for us, particularly, you know, through our entire team, uh, we have an incredible team that we work with. Uh, but for us ourselves, you know, we want to bring on business partners who we're going to have lifelong friendships with. Mm-hmm. You know, we're looking to have people in our lives that 
we want to spend time with, that we want to, you know, have our future kids with us and uh, go on trips and all of these different things. So we're not just looking to, you know, try to get somebody in our business and then never talk to them again. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, too, um, on the end of asking the questions and looking for, um, you don't want everything done for you. This is a room for you to grow as a person and as a business um, uh, owner. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that they're guiding you, but you don't want everything done for you because, like I said, this is where growth happens, and there's some things that you need to learn along the way. Mm -hmm. Um, But there should be a good blueprint layout for you. Um, And then the next thing is is really with a business partner, and it's just more business partners, honestly. It's just access to successful business partners who've actually – you know, seeing success in the business. Mm-hmm. Someone who can kind of walk you through that, that minefield, you know, so to speak, yeah. like saying <laughs> they know where, they know where the mines are. They can kind of help you navigate uh, across and teach you where to, you know, not step, not step. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, occasionally you will, I mean, you're just going to do yeah, it. So, yeah. Um, but if there's someone who has been down that path before, they can show you the way they can, help you overcome those obstacles much faster than they overcame them Mm -hmm. or how to avoid them altogether. Um, It's just going to make your life that much easier. It's going to make their life easier as well and, you know, help you reach success faster. Right. And and this is the example um, when I was talking about the business partner that might not be seasoned. They might have just started a week ago and you might be the first person they um, shook hands with and Mm -hmm. offered the business to, but they might have access to somebody who's been in the business for about... 10, 20 years, five years, even a year. Um, and that way they've, they've had success in the business. Or you could mm-hmm. just meet somebody who's been in the business for about five or 10 years and that's your business partner. Yeah. Um, so that's where um, the discrepancy comes in. Um, so yeah, you want to make sure you have access to successful people who know where to find those minds. Yep, exactly. Uh, I think another key thing uh, when looking for somebody to partner with or looking for a team to work with is are they going to help you not just start your business but also how to budget properly and how to you know manage your finances so that um, you know you're not falling into I know one of the big stigmas against network marketing is oh so and so lost thousands of dollars in that company yep. and that's really because of uh, poor business practices or just People that don't know what they're doing. Um, Poor management with their time and money. Yeah. You should never, you know, go thousands of dollars into debt uh, starting a business like this. Uh, And the right team will help you look at your finances. Um, They should be helping you to enhance your finances outside of this as well. I know that when we work with our team, you know, we're looking at, you know, what is people's income? What is their outgo? You know, what kind of debt do they have how can we create a plan to help them get out of Mm -hmm. debt so that they can free up some of those finances um how can we help them make better financial choices you know where might they be way overspending and like going out to eat for (laughs) example or you know shopping um this word delayed gratification comes in yeah yeah exactly yeah um so yeah that's where uh the budgeting comes in um and this is like i said this is poor financial management they get excited and it's new and it's exciting of what could come um if you work this business the right way Mm -hmm. but success doesn't happen overnight um, as we stated earlier episodes so don't get too excited don't get too ahead of yourself and dig yourself into a hole Um, there's a right way to do these things and be on the right track and you know you're not putting yourself 
and a loss of money here because it's not supposed to be that way. Yeah, so exactly. It's supposed to be affordable and low cost. Another thing that you want to look out for is just having, uh, you might not necessarily know everything um, and have the skills there, the skill set. So you want somebody there to teach you the skill sets needed mm-hmm. uh, for that particular company. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah, because not every company has the same set of skills. There, there's a generalization about being a business owner, some skills that you need, but um, just make sure that somebody's there to teach you those skills. Yeah, and I think what goes hand in hand with the mentorship piece is the training. Uh, Another important aspect of a company that you're looking to work with is do they have a training program in place? And this is not just, you know, here's a PDF for you to follow (laughs) and bye. Good Good luck. luck. I'll never see you again. Um, (laughs) Which happens. Yes. It does does happen. happen. Um, But, you know, do they have a system in place to teach you how to not just, you know, build your business, but how to build yourself, how to become the type of person that is successful with a business, how to, you know, grow your leadership skills, grow your person, person word I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Show your, uh, your personal skills. Your too. personal skills, like yeah. how to engage with other people, how yes. to, you know, find words that you need. Be more personable. Yes. There we go. <laughs> yeah, it came to my mind. <laughs> um, so for example, one of the things that drew us to the team and company that we work with is that they have a very well-defined and laid out program, Mm -hmm. training program. They have a reading list, a first year reading list and beyond that um, to grow your skill set and your leadership skills. They have um, a blueprint for success, which kind of walks you through, like here are the things that you need to focus on, you know, in your first few months, in your first year, in your second year to help you to continue to grow at the pace that you want to. Um, we also have access to uh, audio system, kind of like our own podcast within our team, which is awesome. You yep. get to hear not just success stories, but also trainings on how people have, uh, you know, grown their business. Yeah, utilize the skills that they have learned mm-hmm. to grow their business. Um, another part of training is it is it online. I mean, like she just said, you listen to audios. You can just pop in an audio mm-hmm. um, on your Bluetooth um, in your car and uh, start listening. You can do training while you're going to work or while you're driving to your family member's house, wherever mm-hmm. it may be. Um, another key thing is a website. You know, do you have access to a website with all the training and uh, the details laid out for you? Um, where there are PDFs, you know, if you are one of those people. So, but yeah. Make sure they just don't leave you with a PDF and, like I said, good luck. So Yeah. Uh, another key component of that is, is there training for the products that you're working with? Um, so you want to be knowledgeable and understand what your products are for and how they can help people. Mm-hmm. And if, you're, if there's not a way for you to learn about those things, then that can be an issue. Yes, it definitely could be. Um, the other thing is, is weekly meetings, and these are face to face. Not unless you know. Obviously, we're going through the situation with COVID, um, which you can utilize Zoom, which there's nothing wrong with that either. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's just something about that face to face atmosphere with your team. Um, but you gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, but those weekly meetings to kind of you know lay out the plan for your team and what the goals are. What what's the uh, what's your mentor's goals, and then what's your personal goals to help them as well. Um, and then also with the conferences, you know, mm-hmm. you got conferences to go to each year, you know, for more training from yeah. uh, even a larger team um, that's probably in another state somewhere. Um, and 
get a chance to meet other new um, uh, business owners like yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I just like any other industry, you know, working in uh, digital marketing, I've been to tons of conferences where I'm not just associating with other marketers, but I am going to, you know, specific trainings to develop my skill set mm-hmm. and continue my learning of that industry that I'm in. And industries across the board, I mean, as a chiropractor, you have continued education and conferences. Got one this weekend. That you get to go to <laughs> so that you can keep learning because, you know, no one knows everything off the bat and you can't just know stuff and never have to, you know, never, learn anything yeah, else again. Learn something new. There's always something changing within yeah. every business and you have to keep up to date with that. So those hey, are really important to make yeah. sure that you you wanna, know, whoever you're partnering with has something like that in place. Yep. And you want to make sure... Um, with those trainings that, you know, you're, you know, like I said, no business ever stays the same, so you want to make sure that you keep up to date and get ahead of the curve because if you're behind it, then everybody else has jumped up ahead of you in the uh, in the race. So mm-hmm. make sure you're ahead of it. Also, what would be nice is to have uh, apps on your phone. That way you can run the whole business from your phone. Yep. So, I mean, that's, that's more or less where everything's going, apps and online. So Yeah, and that just helps, you know, to create that freedom and flexibility that you can build your business from anywhere at any time mm-hmm. on the go. You know, I don't have to be stuck at an office or a physical location uh, trying to build my business during certain times. I can be on my phone at any time. At the pool. Yeah. I'm at the pool relaxing <laughs> and here comes a business call or uh, something uh, related to the business and then you can just answer it right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this one's a pretty big one is... Um, for, and it's probably on your mind, is cost and inventory. Yes. I know that's a big concern for a lot of people. You know, how much is this going to cost? You know, um, and, that, and that's a good thing. That's what we you want to ask, okay? Mm-hmm. This is the good thing about uh, network marketing businesses is that anyone can do it. The bad thing about it is that anyone, anyone can, can do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and what we mean is that uh, you might not necessarily be ready um, foundationally to start that uh, business venture, mm-hmm. and that's where you get the people who are like, "Oh, well, you know, it it set me back. I went in debt because of it." Well, your mind wasn't right. You didn't have the right mindset to be a business owner. You just went out and spent and spent and spent and spent. Mm-hmm. Um, and you try to buy your way to the top, and that's not how this works. Exactly. <laughs> you'll yeah. you'll you'll dig a hole real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, cost and inventory, and a, a good thing to start out with is what's the initial cost? Yeah, yeah. what does it cost just to get started? Yeah, I mean uh, anywhere. I know these are different, but for main uh, for the main purposes, I think most of them start between fifty to five hundred dollars. Yep. Um, somewhere in there. Anything more than that? I mean, you can, um, but. For me, I probably wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. That's just a personal choice. But obviously, your financial situation at, at the starting point might be better than mine was. So mm-hmm. um, I know for and I know a lot of people might say like, oh, $50 to $500 start a business. And, and people might look at the 500 and say that's a little too much. Well, you just got to think about it in perspective because if you're trying to do a brick-and-mortar building and not online-based, yeah. uh, even with chiropractic, uh, my at least it will probably be about ten thousand dollars at least and that's not including my student loans at all that i have to pay for um yeah we touched on that in a previous episode (laughs) but you know the cost to start a traditional business or to open a franchise or something that has a physical location you don't just have to you know rent out the space or buy the space but you also have all the overhead of 
electric and water and you know maybe property fees yeah. and materials needed furniture <laughs> and you know a whole slew of uh, things that you need to buy and worry about and consider uh, and then on top of that if you're a traditional business owner a lot of times you have employees and then you have you to worry about health care and the list goes and on and stuff. on and on so <laughs> you know that was what was really exciting for us about this opportunity is that we could start a business for under two hundred dollars like all inclusive to get started and within now, a couple of months that started paying for itself yeah i mean we re- we recouped that initial investment very quickly um and since then it's been all profit yeah and we can operate anywhere in the united states and in over 100 countries uh, after the initial startup cost one thing that you want to ask uh, the person that you're speaking with or you know the team that you're talking to is are there recurring fees mm-hmm. you know i know for us we have a yearly recurring fee that just maintains our legal status of yep. having a business tax id yeah have our tax id it maintains our website um, but I know that there are some companies out there that require a monthly membership fee on top of you know your initial investment and on top of anything else you might do. And not saying there's anything wrong with that. If you yeah. if that's your cup of tea, then well, if that doesn't bother you, go for it. Yeah. Uh, it just wasn't what we're looking for. I'm not trying to yes. like I said. I'm not trying to um, go in the hole here. So I want something with no requirements. Yeah. Um, I don't have to. Um, have a monthly fee on top of that, um, not unless I choose to do so um, with uh, certain training aspects. But yeah, we just want to point that out because you know I've heard stories of people getting involved with companies and then finding out later after the fact that they had to pay uh, an additional monthly membership fee, and that was an unpleasant surprise for them. So that's something you want to make sure that you talk to them about so that you're completely mm-hmm. and 100% informed before you sign up. Yeah, and along with that, is there is there a minimum monthly purchases of products? Yes. Uh, there's some of those out there. Yeah. Um, so this could add up, obviously, real quick if you don't do your due diligence mm-hmm. and ask these questions. Yeah. Um, I don't think a lot of these do this, but there they're are some. They're, there. they're out there. Yeah, um, and that was not something that we, we wanted, wanted to, to experience. You know, we want to... Our idea per- is that this is our business. Yeah. And... You know, we shouldn't have to be required to do like to purchase products or yeah. I mean, we, we want to because we enjoy them. Yeah. Um, but, but we want to purchase what we want, when we want, right. how often we want. We don't want to be dictated to like you have to buy mm-hmm. X amount and you have to buy this or that. Um, kind of along those lines, um, are you required to purchase any new product mm. launches? I know yep. uh, a friend who is required to buy you know, a certain amount of any new product that they release um, every time they release something. So that was something I definitely did not want to have to do because not everything is of interest to me. Yeah, and that, that's the thing. We just had some new products released there and they just gave us all the information and we purchased them because we want to try them so we can speak intelligently about them, but we're mm-hmm. not required to buy them. Exactly. Um, we just do it because this is our business and we want to. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a difference between having to and wanting to. Yes. Um, another thing is, big one, is a store inventory. Um, do you have to store it? you have to buy a bunch of products and store it at your house to ship it out? Um, or yes. can they just go through a website and it goes right to the door without you even touching or seeing the product. Yeah. Um, 
you know, again, nothing wrong with storing it if that's what you're aiming for. Mm-hmm. But again, we, we didn't want we didn't want that on yeah. us. That's just extra cost. Of you have shipping. to think about exactly. You have to think yep. about the additional cost of having to purchase all that inventory mm-hmm. and then wait for it to be purchased by customers um, and also having that space taken up in your house. And that's not something we wanted to deal with. Um, so we went with a company that, you know, we can just have somebody go to our website, they purchase, it's shipped from the manufacturer, we don't see it, we don't touch it, we don't have to worry about it. You know, we just check in with them and say like, hey, uh, how did you like the product when they get it? Yeah, and give us any feedback, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we could use it as a testimonial, something happened, or uh, maybe you just didn't like that one, but, uh, you know, we have another mm-hmm. one that you can try, uh, maybe another flavor or something like that. So just that feedback. So. When you said that, that reminded me of something (laughs) is to also consider uh, the buyback policy or refund Mm. policy. So I know the company that we work with, not only can you get your full money back if you decide to start your business and then, you know, later decide this isn't for me. Well, it's a time limit on that, too. Yes. But it's a it's a generous time limit. Yes. <laughs> but if you decide, you know, within a couple months, like, hey, this is really not for me. I don't want to do this anymore. You can get your full initial investment back. Um, and then on top of that with products, if mm-hmm. you get any product, you can, they always joke about this, but you could get the product, <laughs> use the product completely, empty the bottle or whatever it is. Your, jo- your dog can chew on it. Um, your kids can throw it around and stomp on it, and you can send it back and get a full 100% refund within six months. Yep. Now, that's specific to the company we work with. They're definitely not that generous with most companies. Right. Um, but you want to know those things up front. You want to know, you know, what is the refund policy, um, not just on your business startup fee, but also on the products that you're going to be purchasing, that your customers are going to be purchasing. So that can tell you a lot about a company right there. Um, and I'm going to toot our company's horn just a little bit. Um, <laughs> it's just because that with with that six months, and you know you're you're making all this money, and people could just literally you know give it to their dog and let it chew it up, and you can send it back and get your money back within six months. I mean, that tells you something about the quality of products. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another thing to be looking out for, um, which actually kind of goes right into the next thing with, um, you know, with the business and the products. Mm-hmm. Um, is the business, it has how, how long has it been around? Is it just an initial startup or has it been around 30-plus uh, years? Decades. Yeah, decades. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this, this is something to look, because if it has, it's withstood, it's withstood the, the – um, Test of time. Thank you. Good Lord. <laughs> we're both uh, struggling with words today, but we're going to yes, get through this. <laughs> we are. But it, it was it was stood the test of time. Um, and nothing wrong with initial startups. It's just that uh, you have to be careful with those. They're a little um, bit riskier yeah, a little than bit ris- something that's been around and proven. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, are they debt free? Yeah. yeah, that's another big one. Uh, I don't know about you, but I, I kind of commend a company that's debt free. They don't owe anybody any money. Yeah, um, I think you know businesses that are debt free, they're going to make wiser decisions mm-hmm. that are beneficial to uh, the business owners, to the customers, because they're not worried about you know appeasing um, investors or yeah. something like that because you know they owe them money, or they're not going to make choices that undercut the quality of their products the quality and integrity of their business mm-hmm. to you know meet a bottom line and that just reminded me um to add on to this list is uh are they privately owned 
or publicly. Mm-hmm. And what I mean is that, you know, you have shareholders. Um, they're on the market, uh, you know, and, you know, that's another thing to look at for because then you're, you're controlled by the market, whereas yeah. some of these companies are privately owned like ours, and they're not controlled by shareholders or the market. Yeah. It doesn't matter if the market so crash. Market crashes and they're still strong, we're still getting paid. Yep, nothing's affected. Um, So that just reminded me, whenever Mm -hmm. Angelica said that, to kind of put that out there, because some of these businesses are publicly owned and are on the market, but some of them are privately owned. Most likely the ones that are debt-free are are privately (laughs) privately owned. Um, But yeah, are are there restrictions to where you could sell? You know, are you you stuck in just, um, you know, a little area of- A city, uh, city, state, state, yeah. country. Um, or is it global? I mean, yeah. it is another thing to ask. I mean, where can you sell and where can, uh, where can you build a team at? Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, we are going to wrap it there for part one of this podcast. Make sure you tune in next week for part two. Thanks. Thanks.